Danny Danko come to show you how it goes. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on High Times Radio, presented by High Times Magazine. Boom, bang! All right, welcome to episode number 101, 101 of High Times Presents Free Weed from Danny Danko. Thank you, as always, to DJ Jacques and Winstrong for the tune. What's up, Mike? Hello, Dan. <laughs> yeah, episode 101. Yes, Here 101 episodes of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty exciting. It's something. Yeah. 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 We had and Ed on the last one. That's right. And then this one, we have Jorge. Jorge Cervantes. So it's like, you know, we've got some heavy hitters here legends. in the world of growing pot. Legends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, only legends. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. We got the Michigan Cup, Cannabis Cup coming up uh, September 8th and 9th in Clio in uh, outside of Flint, Michigan. The Auto City Speedway, That's one of right. our, our favorite all-time venues. I know. I love it there. Yeah. I love that cup. We so love the Michiganders. Fun. So much fun on the racetrack there. Uh, yeah. So great. Great weed, great hash, great edibles, great vibe. And I think great music, too. Uh, who, who's playing that event? Nas. Nas. Yes. Nasty Nas. Nasir Jones, who uh, I'm a big fan of. I'm a, I, I enjoy his, his, uh, his rapping. <laughs> <laughs> his hipping and hopping. Well, that's good, because he's going to yeah. be at the Cup. I'm a big fan. Nice. Uh, also, Trick Trick, uh, who is a Michigan legend, of course, a, a hip-hop legend, but also a Detroit uh, native and, and uh, basically the, the, the king of, of Detroit, as far as I know. Trick Trick. Okay. Uh, and Demrick. Uh, and those are that's who's been announced so far. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, Michigan, always a good time. And amazing. Like, September's such a good time of year to be, uh, to be in that area. It is, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've done that cup a couple of times, and it is a good time. So we suggest you go, and if you would like more information, uh, check out CannabisCup.com. That's right. And a week later, right after that, is Boston Freedom Rally, which, uh, which is a lot of fun as well. Yeah, uh, you're, a, you're a Boston guy, right? I am. Yeah. I am. That's my event. I've been going since I was uh, a you know, young man, and long before high times or any of that. That's been my, uh, my event. This is the 29th year of the Boston Freedom Rally. Uh, which is really exciting. And they have Fortunate Youth as the headliner. Uh, a lot of great speakers, a lot of people coming to that. Mila, Frenchie, Cannoli, uh, all our friends, Bobby Nuggs, and, uh, you know, tons of great people uh, coming out for Boston Freedom Rally. Uh, you know, Massachusetts just is is really at the forefront of what's going on on the East Coast now as, as cannabis legalization uh, basically makes its way eastward. You know, you got Michigan obviously uh, playing a big role, and then you got uh, all the East Coast states now going legal. And Massachusetts is uh, is is one of them. So really, exciting. it does feel like that all of that is coming this way. This is going to be the next big hot spot, like the West Coast was, you know, over yeah. the last decade. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's September fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. So um, they added on that Friday. Uh, the last couple of years uh, to make that a three-day three event. So Boston Freedom Rally, definitely uh, an exciting time. And uh, another thing is High Times TV. That is a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty rad. Uh, I know we talked about it on earlier episodes. but And people, Jorge is actually going to get into it a little bit too. But, that's right. But for people – He's on who, there. 
He is, yeah. yeah. And we brought this up in the last episode, but uh, for people who weren't listening, why don't you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, well, basically, uh, you know, High Times developed a platform for people um, to put out their videos. And, uh, you know, this is a platform that you're not going to get kicked off of. So that's been the issue, obviously, with YouTube and all kinds of, uh, you know, problems with you know cannabis content and all that well that's not going to happen with high times tv uh so check out tv.hightimes.com we've got like you know custom grow 420 and uh a bunch of you know awesome cannabis uh youtubers and celebs and and grow info and and i'm on there you're on there i think too mike uh so you know check it out tv.hightimes.com and uh we still have the investing going on as well people can invest in high times which uh don't want to miss out on the opportunity to be part of that as things go legal and and the company the brand the 45 year old brand uh continues to be the at the forefront of cannabis uh media and events and and all of it uh you can invest in that as well yeah it's actually it's pretty cool you can own a little piece of high times and right. uh, and there's no amount too small i think right you can you know yeah i think a hundred bucks so oh, basically okay. something so like that some uh, amounts but, but, but anybody can small. invest you don't have to be an accredited in- investor or have mm-hmm. an e-trade account or any kind of you know uh you can basically just go on that uh invest dot high time i think I it's high times investor high times investor dot com uh, you could check out all the prospectuses and, and all the information, but you know, really, you know, things are going in that direction, and I think uh, you know we're ready to ride that wave. I hopefully you'll ride it with us. Yeah, yes, that is HighTimesInvestor.com, and you can get all the information there. I think uh, we even take Bitcoin, so that's cool. That's right, and uh, as you mentioned, our interview is with the amazing legend Jorge Cervantes. Uh, uh, grow book author uh traveled the world um many many people obviously have learned to grow from from uh jorge or george as he's also known mm-hmm. uh, since 2010 when he uh basically revealed that you know jorge is a, a, a nom de guerre nom de plume yeah, he lost the dreads and the beret that's right yeah that's right and uh the column that i write dear danko i took over from uh, jorge's rx uh, which he took over from Ed Rosenthal. So it's kind of interesting that uh, here we are, all three, uh, you know, still teaching teaching people how to grow. And uh, we're very excited to have Jorge Cervantes on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. So why don't we actually just get right into that? Let's do it. All right. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back with Jorge Cervantes. All right, you guys, obviously, if you're listening to the show, you want to grow. And if you really want to grow, you should get your, your hands on a BC Northern Lights grow box. You can check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. They are a beloved sponsor of the show. They make incredible grow boxes that are solid, built to last, uh, harvest a lot of weed out of. And you can contact them seven days a week at 888-236-1266. Check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. Be sure to tell them that the Free Weed Podcast sent you and Danny Danko sent you from here. And uh, there's special deals that they're offering for our listeners only. So check them out, bcnorthernlights.com. And thank you to them for sponsoring the show. All right, we are back, and uh, we are honored to have Mr. Jorge Cervantes on the on the phone. Welcome. 
Hey, well, thanks so much. I, I'm really pleased uh, to be here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for interviewing me. I'm, I'm back home in Spain. I've been traveling for a while. I've been, uh, gosh, I've been up in Canada. It's been a week up there in, in uh, Toronto or Toronto area. And I uh, was down in Mexico for a little while and for a couple of weeks. I uh, met with the ex-president of Mexico. One of my favorite people, uh, Vicente Hawk, he wrote the foreword to my last book, the Cannabis Encyclopedia. And um, now I'm, like I say, back back home in Spain and loving it. Nice. So it's a good deal. Nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, and you have now over 20 books that you've written uh, about cannabis <laughs> and, and, and growing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. You know, I mean. Uh, gosh, I've done, I've done a lot of them. There's two of them that continue to sell and sell really, really well. Uh, there's still everybody calls it the Bible. Uh, I'm really proud of the fact that that um, they that I won the name of calling it a Bible because that's what everybody called it for years. And so finally, I put the name on it: uh, cannabis gro- or well, the, the marijuana horticulture, which everybody calls it the Grow Bible, but it's marijuana horticulture is the name of it. And that's still number one. I can't believe it. It's been number one for like 20 years. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. Last time it was updated, what, uh, about 12 years ago was the last update. And then after that, I've got the Cannabis Encyclopedia, which is a much more in-depth book. It's, it's actually my absolute best work I've ever done. That's the one that uh, the president of Mexico wrote the forward to. Uh, and it's it's doing great, but I occupy the top spot there on Amazon, which is pretty much the well. They used to have the New York Times bestsellers list, and everybody looks at Amazon because they know that's the truth uh, <laughs> as far as best-selling books go. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I've got, I, and also, gosh, my books are in in seven different languages now. Yeah. Seven different languages. Yeah, uh, most one well, most pleased with is Russian, Russian <laughs> language. And I know Danny, you talk Russian, so that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's uh, so many millions of people, uh, you know, all around the world that that speak Russian. So that's that's huge for them. And I know they're going to be growing a lot. Um, you also wrote the forward to my book, which is coming out uh, September first. Um, so I really appreciate that. And you've been a uh, a friend of the podcast since the beginning as well. Uh, we're, this is actually our 101st episode of the podcast. So, <laughs> so uh, we're very wow. excited to have you. Um, you were also uh, wow. you, you were very popular on YouTube, and there was recently a little bit of controversy there. What exactly went down there? Oh, the guys, they, uh, they kicked me off. I mean, it was just a real unpleasant thing, you know. Um, first they started, uh, well... Well, they, they gave me these strikes. Uh, it, it, it was a process. What they did was they said most of my videos, videos were uh, not fit for most advertisers, uh, and then they age-restricted most of them. And then one day I got a strike, which means, you know, you got to pay attention. And then I, got a, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to sit on this for a couple days and think about it, make a few phone calls, talk to some other friends that are real big on YouTube. And um, 
I did that. I was kind of do, I was doing my research, and then the next thing I know, I get another strike. I thought, oh, heck, I better do something about this. So I immediately lodged a complaint, and by the time I, I just pushed the button for the complaint, and or what do they call it, the, the review, they call it a review. And once I did that, 20 minutes after I made my um, uh, request for, for a review, uh, they gave me my third strike, which banned me for three months, and they pulled all my videos. I had over 350 videos up, right? Mm-hmm. With millions of views. And, yeah, uh, I think I'm about, uh, just on my channel, it's 18 million. Wow. Now. And there's so many people that have uh, copied my stuff and put it on their channel. I think I'm right somewhere around 100 million as far as all my, my views go, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was a little put out with that. And I said, what, what can I do? So immediately I made a few, well, one, one video, two videos and complained about it and gave the story um, and talked to other friends, another good friend of mine, the, the marijuana television here in, in Spain and, and Remo up there in, in Canada and a few others. I talked to these guys and they go, hey man, they did the same to us, eh? You don't know what to do. And so they all started making complaints and the marijuana television made, made a whole series of complaints and they stayed right on it. And ultimately, uh, they put us back on. Uh, and, but, you know, I just don't trust those guys any longer. Right. It's the way they went around about things. Uh, they heavy-handed us, and I do not trust them. Even though I'm on there, even though YouTube has helped a lot immensely in the world, uh, they've lost my trust. And as we know, in the cannabis world, to me, trust is everything. Right. Absolutely. And so now, but with High Times, too. You know, they put my videos back, but now High Times has started a new um, YouTube channel, or not YouTube, but but uh, video channel, mm-hmm. and I'm all over that. So that's a good deal. Right on, right on. Well, that's good to hear, because uh, High Times certainly is not going to kick you off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, you mentioned uh, Mexico and Canada. Um, you, I know you do a lot of traveling. One of the cool things about the podcast is we have listeners all over the world. Um, so uh, when I look at our statistics, there's people you know, literally all over the world, every country you can imagine. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your travels. You were recently also in Colombia as well. Uh, um, let's talk a little bit about your travels and, wh- and what you see out there uh, outside of you know, the States. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, Canada Canada is probably the coolest place to go right now because uh, they freed up the money. Uh, you can have a bank account and they won't close it down if you're in the cannabis business. And uh, all of these guys, guys, there's the big ones, just the new, well, the one that's just going to do an IPO right now, uh, initial public offering to go into the stock market, is the Chilray Group up in uh, B.C., and then there's the other ones, oh gosh, the Canopy. Canopy, right. who was it? Somebody just bought into them. It was, uh, yeah, Heineken, uh, I believe. Beer people. Mm-hmm. And they put in several billion dollars, made their stock go up 26% in one day, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. But then, you know, I mean, this stuff is good and bad because um, I started just like you did. I mean, we're, we're strong guys that grew up on the street, you no. Know, know how things work, you know, and now we got all these soup guys coming in and running stuff, so it's, it's a little different, a little disquieting to me. 
But that's the way of the world, and it's just going to get a lot bigger. But what, what that does do is bring in a heck of a lot of professionalism. And that's going to change the way we go about stuff, for sure. Uh, there's, well, it's, it, it is. We can see it right in front of us, the way this industry's growing. Yeah. And then along with that, with, uh, with the, the people from Canada, they've also started, uh, I've been talking a lot to the guys down in uh, Columbia. Uh, they've got, uh, the Canadian company started, went in partnerships down there with, uh, company that I deal with, I love them, they're called uh, Farmacielo, it's uh, like uh, pharmacy in the sky or pharmacy, heavenly pharmacy, it kind of like encompasses everything, that name. Well, they, they got the first cannabis license in Colombia, and actually I was there uh, for the first meeting, and, and we met with, uh, well, it was, uh, it was then uh, the president, or not the the senator of Antioquia, and he used to be the president of Colombia, uh, Alvaro Uribe, or Alvaro Uribe, and he, um, I, I couldn't believe it, you know, I mean, I was in the first meeting, and I didn't think it was going to work, and these guys made it work, and now, uh, now they've got, they've got over, what, uh, about 40, 35 cultivation licenses, and uh, many, there's new hemp licenses, export licenses, but the government of Colombia has totally embraced cannabis, which right. is a real flip out because, um, well, Uribe, he, he's the, like I said, the senator of Antioquia. Well, that's uh, Pablo Escobar's uh, home, home yeah, province, and we were, we were in Medellin, Colombia, beautiful city. I love that place. Uh, so I'm pretty pretty amazed, and they've got their their first crops out of the ground, and they are going to be a real big competitor to deal with, because what you've got it costs a dollar fifty seven Canadian to grow one gram of cannabis in Canada. It costs thirty cents to grow that same gram of cannabis in Colombia. Ah, amazing. And and that's going to be pretty hard to compete with. It's uh, four and a half uh, times less uh, yeah. cost of production. So those guys are going to be formidable competitors. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, they've already got 35 licenses, cost of production's way less. They're growing in, in Rio Negro, um, which, is, which means uh, Black River, uh, outside of uh, uh, Medellin. And what that is, it's the best the best place to go cannabis I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's where it's got a huge cut flower industry, and they're switching over to cannabis. And it's, like I say, they're going to be huge competitors. Interesting. And then just recently I was down meeting with the, the ex-president of, of uh, Mexico, Vicente Fox, and he had a conference there at the Central Fox, in, uh, well, it's just outside, it's between uh, Guanajuato and Leon. Uh, Leon, yeah, Leon, I guess that's how you pronounce it in English. And uh, the Mexicans are gung-ho to start growing cannabis. You can grow ca uh, medicinal cannabis, they've already legalized that. 
they're working to legalize home growing there. They've got a bit of a different system. It's actually very similar to the United States system, but they're they're working on this thing, uh, Judas Pre, uh, Judas Prudence. Uh, that means it, that you can have what is it? Uh, they need to have four more, three more cases, or four more cases come through the court system. They've already had one. That makes, and these guys can grow, it's a human right. <laughs> That's the funny part. It's a human right to grow cannabis. They've proved in one case, but if they do it three more times, it will make cannabis completely legal in Mexico. So that's going to completely change everything. You know, I mean, Vicente Fox is, his big thing is he's got huge farms in, um, in the province or the state, the actual state of Guanajuato. So we're going to see some serious competition come out of uh, third world countries. Wow. And people, they better pay attention because uh, <laughs> these guys are serious. Yeah, it's interesting. You're talking about the cost of production and, and sort of the future of growing. Um, but I also wanted to talk to you about the future of breeding and genetics in general. Uh, I know uh, we spoke a little bit about phylos bioscience. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what uh, what they're doing and, 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 and what you've learned about that? Oh, yeah. Those guys are great. Okay, first off, first off, I have to say, I got, first, I, I got to preface everything. In as much as I want to give the the breeders, the people of cross plants, uh, in the underground world, and to bring things up to date. Uh, so far, you know, there's been a lot of great plants come up, a lot of good crosses, uh, and they've done a really wonderful job. Given the limited resources they've had, and they have to, you know, like do it all underground, which makes things really, really difficult. But at the same time, what's happened with these breeders, quote unquote breeders, is they got a lot of recessive genetics in their in in, in their, their genetics. Uh, a lot of them just don't have really a clue of what they're doing. They'll cross one plant with another plant, and you know they'll, they'll get say, uh, what's an example? You, you cross. Um, uh, old plants, old plants like big. Some of my old favorites are are uh, big bud and uh, uh, no, not big bud, but uh, I got to quit smoking so much before these interviews. Uh, <laughs> but let's see, uh, Northern Lights number five times haze. Okay, so haze is a four-way cross, and Northern Lights number five will not totally sure what it is, what the cross is. I know the origin of it, but I'm not sure exactly what the crosses were. Um, people said things, but I, 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 can't, I can't say for sure. So anyway, you've got these two plants that are crossed. Okay, from those, just from Northern Lights number five, which is a stable plant, and, and um, the other one, the haze, the original haze, or Dave Watson's haze, really, you cross those two plants, you've got a lot of different outcomes you could have. And, you know, I mean, there's literally thousands of outcomes that you could have. So who's to say that it's always going to be the same? And this, this one guy has a different haze than, than the other guy, and they cross them, 
they're going to have a different outcome. What I'm saying is there's no consistency in the cannabis world now. And so what Phytos is doing is something that's been done in the real plant world or the straight plant world for since 80, 100 years now, is to figure out what the genetics are in these plants and stabilize stuff and have consistent varieties. So they're stabilizing. What they're doing is they're decoding all of the cannabis varieties they can find. And they've decoded the genome of about 3,000 different, different varieties now. And notice I'm always calling them varieties instead of strains because variety is the actual name, correct name. Um, it designates the type of, you know, a plant, a higher plant, one that produces chlorophyll, mm-hmm. as opposed to a strain. A strain is actually a lower plant or a bacteria. It's a way to describe that, so it's really a misnomer. It's kind of funny. But like I say, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're decoding everything. And even more important than decoding for a lot of people is there's a lot of people fighting over who owns what or who developed which variety. And if you register with Phylos Bioscience on their galaxy, you can, you can prove that those genetics were registered. You had them in the public. You had them under your name. And if there's any legal problems later, you should be able to use that in a court case to prove that those genetics are yours, which is, you know, it's getting, that's going to get real ugly down the line. But you better, these, these quote unquote breeders better pay attention and, and get registered. Because, you know, I, I'm just seeing a lot of schlock in the marketplace. And to me, actually, there's only truly maybe 30, 30, maybe 40 different true stabilized varieties and F1s. You know, mm-hmm. you got, well, say about 20, I guess, I guess about 20 stabilized varieties and then about I don't know, 30, maybe 40 truly stable F1, maybe 50 F1s mm-hmm. that you can have. And an F1 means when you, when you cross a, a true breeding plant that's stable with another true breeding plant, you get an F1 plant and that gives you hybrid vigor and that hybrid vigor well, that plant that's a true hybrid will grow 25% bigger, 25% faster, produce 25% more uh, drug content. Uh, yeah, uh, flower. It's, yeah, it's basically a super plant. A lot of people are, are getting stuck with second and third quality plants, and they don't even know it. They're being like simple. They're paying a lot of money for stuff that's just, well, something. They're paying for something they're not getting. Exactly. <laughs> and so, if you, I mean, you should definitely go to this site, look at the galaxy. It, it's, it's really cool. It's like this big space picture of spacey uh, in the sky. It's like full of, if you looked up in the sky and saw all kinds of stars, and each one of those stars would be a variety, well, that of cannabis, that's what you see in Phylos Bioscience Galaxy. And you can tell which one of these, because you click on one of those, those stars or one of those points on the galaxy, and you can tell which, which uh, plants are related to other, the right. other plants. 
Yeah. And it, it's really fascinating. And we're just at the beginning of this, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the wave of the future. And any any breeder or any seed company that does not have their plants on uh, Phylos Bioscience Galaxy or that cannot prove the genetic background bona fide scientifically is they're going to be out of business in a couple of years because nobody's going to want to want their stuff. Wow, that's very interesting. Um, well, it's just unstable. Right, it's unstable. Right, and who wants you know who wants to grow? And well, I don't like growing unstable plants. I like growing <laughs> consistent, strong stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And it's really like you said, it's really cool to just look at those different you know universes the look at the the universe as a whole and then the different solar systems or galaxies where uh different strains reside and you can see how they're related it's different from a family tree it really shows you uh you know in a three-dimensional aspect how how they're related how the chem family is 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 a family and how og and and sour diesel are related to that and and all the hazes um we're actually going to have uh nishan from phylos bioscience on uh, a very f- near future episode um so we're going to get into more detail uh with nishan about Excellent. yeah um, yeah Great. That's awesome. Well, uh, I want to say thank you very much. Uh, we definitely would love to have you on uh, again to continue this conversation uh, and also to get more, get into a little bit more, uh, you know, growing information as well. Because I know, uh, you know, you've got a, a vast amount of, of important uh, cultivation information for people. Um, but if people want to want to learn a little more. Uh, about you and your books, uh, where would they go and and you know just give out uh, some of the sites and things where people can learn more about you? Oh yeah, well I know I know High Time sells my books, which is great, uh, and also but everybody seems to order from Amazon. Amazon's all over the world now. We sell tons of books. I got them in you know what uh, Spanish, English, uh, German, Japanese. <laughs> Japanese, what, what else? Uh, French, German, uh, and like I said before, Russian. So you can find them in all of these different languages. Uh, but I'd, I'd look at Amazon or uh, High Times. Yeah, if people want to check out the videos, go to HighTimes.com and click on the uh, HTTV. It's like the video link at the top right um, to watch videos of Jorge. Um, MarijuanaGrowing.com and Amazon and High Times for books. Thank you very much. Hey, for sure. Anytime. Call me up anytime. Always a pleasure. Thanks. All right. Welcome back. And uh, thank you. A hearty thank you to Jorge Cervantes. Man, I got to just say very quickly, um, the producer here is an idiot. And uh, we've been having some mic problems. So I've been sacrificing my mic to the uh, the interview, the interviewee. <laughs> but I just want to say when he when he was saying that he has a book in Russian, I was like, oh my god, Dan can finally learn to grow. <laughs> oh, That's very exciting. Uh, How nice. That was bring... very considerate of Jorge. He's got your back, man. Wow. I'm just kidding. Mike's got jokes. Okay. So anyway, we're in the cultivation segment of this show, and um, we we did the strain last week. That's right. So I guess we'll just start with the cultivation tip. Let's do that. Uh, I want to talk about plant freakouts. Um, this is basically uh, when things don't go right and there's something going on uh, that's out of the ordinary, 
um, plants tend to freak out, and they freak out in, in a variety of different ways. Um, they can uh, go hermy in the case of things like light leaks and that kind of thing. They can uh, start turning yellow and, and losing leaves and, and dying from the bottom or from the top. Uh, they can start drooping. There's lots of different ways that they can show you that they're freaking out, but you have to uh, address those freakouts. And so I'm going to go through a few of them now. Uh, we mentioned light leaks. That's a pretty pretty common one. Uh, and light leaks are really bad, especially, obviously, during the dark period of the flowering time. So you've got those 12 hours on, 12 hours off. And if that 12 hours off is interrupted with light, you have problems. And, you know, different strains have different, uh, you know, sensitivities to light leaks. But uh, you really want to be able to minimize that. So go into the room when the lights are off and just make sure there's no light leaking into the space. Uh you know, sit in there for a little while, let your eyes acclimate to the darkness. And, and even, you know, things like um, little bulbs that might be on your uh, um, outlets or, you know, different little things that you know, are in there that might be causing light leaks, uh, you should deal with uh, and make sure to avoid. Um, moving on. Uh, oh, oh, and light leaks will cause the plant to hermy and create you know, potentially create seeds and, and really ruin your garden. So it's very bad. Uh, or it can make your plant just go back into the vegging stage. Either way, it's a plant freak out that you want to avoid. Um, then there's pH imbalance. This is another one uh, that people misdiagnose a, a lot as, uh, as, as if they're either underfeeding, which is a disaster because now you're feeding more food to a plant that can't eat the food because of that pH imbalance. Um, so you're compounding the problem. So always check the pH of the nutrient solution that you add to the to the to your grow medium and always check, you know, the pH of, of the liquid that comes out of your grow medium. Uh, and that'll alert you to any kind of, uh, you know, issues that might cause your plant to freak out. Uh, we mentioned overfeeding, overwatering. Uh, those are those are things that cause plants to freak out as well. Um, so definitely want to avoid that overfeeding. I, I talk, I, you know, I over talk about overfeeding, but it's a big problem. Uh, not enough light. And this is when a plant will tend to stretch uh, and have like really long uh, spaces between the internodes. Uh, basically, it's just reaching for the light. It's not getting enough light. Uh, and so it's reaching, and so that's one of the ways that it, it'll freak out. And it costs you in yield, it costs you in time. Uh, it means you're going to have to do something to, to hold those branches up later. It's just a really, it's a waste of time to grow like branches and stems and all that. It's really not what you're trying to do. And if a plant's not getting enough light, it's not going to be growing uh, the way it should. So, uh, and this is a problem I see a lot is, is plants under, you know, uh, fluorescent lights that are flowering, but they're not getting enough, you know, lumens, uh, or they're just too far away from a light and they're stretching to reach that light. So, uh, not enough light is a big problem and plants will freak out. Uh, the opposite of that obviously is too much light or a heat overload where you, you'll see bleaching, uh, at the top, you know, buds will start to turn white at the very top, like white throughout you know, the parts that should be green are turning white. Uh, and that's bleaching caused by heat and light overload. Um, so that's a problem too. And plants will definitely freak out and uh, can die from that as well. So avoid that. Uh, lack of humidity. Uh, that's another problem that you're going to uh, cause a plant to freak out. And this is a kind of a subtle one in some ways, because uh, if the room is dry, 
the plant is just not able to breathe. It's not taking in, you know, what it needs to take in and giving out what it needs to give out. It just sort of stops and slows down. And you don't really notice a, a, a huge issue, except there's just no growth over days and days. Uh, and that's caused by just, you know, 0% humidity or 10% humidity, like the really low uh, humidity just causes a plant to kind of shut down. Same as the high heat does. It just, you know, it just stops growing because it's, you know, it, it wants to wait for better conditions. So definitely raise the humidity to, you know, 40 to 60% uh, and to avoid that type of plant freak out. Uh, and then of course you've got diseases, pests, and fungus. Those are, those are the ones that are usually fairly easy to spot because, uh, you know, you start noticing the damage pretty immediately. Diseases will, will show spots and leaves will start going brown and dying and, or plant will just very quickly look very sick. Uh, that tends to be some kind of a, a, a systemic disease that's there. Pests, uh, you know, you'll see spots, you'll see pests themselves, you'll see the damage that they cause, you'll see webbing, uh, things like that. And fungus, you know, mold, uh, you know, just like you'd see with anything, you see uh, fuzzy white mold or you see uh, the beginnings of bud rot or that sort of thing. These are all things you have to deal with uh, and things that will make your plant freak out. And uh, that's pretty much, you know, that's the checklist there. Uh, if your plant is freaking out in particular ways, uh, there's different reasons that that could be happening. And sometimes it could be something you misdiagnose. And so you make that freak out an even worse freak out. Um, typically, like I said, that could be uh, a pH problem that you misdiagnose as underfeeding uh, or a, uh, you know, spots on your leaves that could be caused by a disease that you misdiagnose as a, a calcium or a magnesium issue. Um, so, it is important. It is important to uh, know why your plants are freaking out and uh, help them to get back to normal. So uh, today's today's lesson was plant freakouts. Very nice. Yeah, got to handle those plants. If they're freaking out, got to yeah. handle it. Chill, so, chill, 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 chill them out. Chill those plants out. Chill those plants out. But it really, it's about you know creating the the, the right conditions and environment for them in in their medium in the air, uh, and you know that's really how you keep them happy. All right. That's a more accurate way of saying it. Um, so thank you for that. What do you say we move on to uh, some grow questions? Let's do it. Okay. If you have a grow question, you could reach us by email. It's freeweed at hightimes.com. We're also on Twitter. He's at Danny Danko. I'm at Mike G underscore HT. Uh, let's get into some questions. The first one, really more of a statement or a public service announcement even. Our friend Chad, who um, who created that, that little shout out for our yeah. 100th episode, uh, I don't know what we'd do without him. Here He writes this. Um, I'd like to let you know why uh, you probably don't get many phone calls. The number you give out is disconnected. <laughs> uh, I'm a resourceful lad, so I pulled the number from the website. Um, it is 844-WEED-CUP or 844-933-3287 and then extension 706. So apparently what happened was we had an office number for years and years and years. And that was working. And then I guess it got disconnected and changed to this, and we weren't aware of it. So we apologize if anyone was having trouble getting a hold of us that way. Please try the new number or the uh, the old number. I don't really know. It is 844-WEED-CUP, 
and extension 706. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, leave us a message. We would love to hear from you guys, and we would potentially play it on the air, potentially as well, depending on the message. But uh, yeah, we want to hear from our fans. We definitely want you guys to participate. We're, we're doing these shows as often as we can, and uh, we need your interaction uh, on the iTunes page in particular. That would be awesome. If you, people can uh, subscribe and rate us and give us a nice little boost on there, um, that always helps more people to find out about the podcast, which, you know, makes more free weed for everyone. Indeed. All right. So thank you, Chad. Let's move on to uh, Callie Herbsman, who writes, I've been listening for a long time, but just found out you started doing shows again. I was wondering if there were some strains out there that are more tolerant to arid, warmer climates, and if there is any advice you had for outdoor growers in the Southwest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I would say, uh, you know, strains that are more tolerant are, you know, strains that come from areas that are, are more drought resistant. So uh, sativa strains, you know, strains close from closer to the equator uh, and closer to, you know, sea level. I would say are going to do better. They have thinner leaves, so uh, you know they're basically designed to handle hotter temperatures. Um, plants that have those you know wider, fat leaves and, and stay shorter and stockier uh, are usually from higher altitudes and and have you know less exposure to lots of sun, so they need to take in as much as possible. Whereas um, you know the thinner leafed varieties are typically from places where they get tons of sun. Uh, and those are the ones that are going to be be able to withstand that more. So I would say sativa dominant varieties for sure. Um, and as far as advice, uh, growing in the Southwest, I mean, water, obviously, like, you know, it's a no brainer, but your plants need tons of water. They may need watering twice a day, uh, potentially on some of those hot, you know, 110 plus days. Uh, and so tons and tons of water uh, and, you know, potentially covering your plant with some type of a screen that allows light in but also uh you know mitigates some of the damage you get when you just have full sun all day in in those really really hot uh places where you don't get you know cloud cover and anything um lately i've noticed that like the sun has really been burning plants and, and i think this has to do with uh you know climate change and things and it's just certain plants uh aren't able to handle uh, super intense sunlight. So I would say, uh, you know, combination of co covering your plants uh, during the most intense, uh, you know, 10 to 2 p.m. or so time of day uh, with some type of a screen or scrim is always good. And then keep them well watered. Uh, don't miss them during the day when they're when it sun's at their hottest. Uh, you know, try to do that, you know, in the morning or in the evening, but preferably in the morning when the plant has time to, uh, you know, evaporate some of that water. Uh, so yeah, that's my advice. All right. We got time for one more here and it's another strain question. So Corey writes, what's a great strain for pre-workout and post-workout? I'm an athlete trying to make a name for myself in golf. My passion happens to be physical fitness. Being a cannabis patient and connoisseur, I was wondering what your recommendation is for a good pre and post-workout strain. Wow. Okay. Uh, fellow golfer, uh, I also am a golf enthusiast, uh, trying, trying, got a handicap around 20, but, uh, you know, trying, getting out there. Uh, so yeah, golf, uh, and athletics in general, I think, you know, pre-workout, you want to go sativa dominant and post-workout, you want to go indica dominant. Again, those are, you know, obviously, uh, 
you know, gross oversimplifications of, 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 you know, all the things that are going on uh, in these different strains. But, but basically, you want something uplifting and sort of euphoric uh, beforehand and something more relaxing and sedative afterwards. And I would say, you know, I like uh, I've been smoking a lot of lemon haze lately. Uh, strawberry cough, of course, I always talk about that. But um, on the sativa side, I'd say the lemon haze is uh, really good. Um, this strain called Mega Queso, uh, that's a nameless genetic strain. That That's a really nice uh, uplifting sativa that I really been have been enjoying lately. Um, and then for afterwards, you know, something, you know, more sedative, I would say like the Chem Scout uh, from IC Collective. That's a really good one that's, uh, you know, uh, has has that sedative quality, but it's not not doesn't put you to sleep. It just really sort of relaxes the mind and body. Um, so that's a good one for afterwards. Anything from like the Chem family, I think, is a good post workout strain. Chem ninety one, Chem D, Chem Scout, and uh, you know the Lemon Haze for beforehand. All right, very good. Thank you, Corey. We hope that helps. And uh, if you have a question you'd like Dan to answer on this show, you could reach us again. It's email freeweed at hightimes.com, Twitter at Danny Danko, at Mike G underscore HT, and now the phone line, uh, 844-933-3287, extension 706. What do you say we take a little break and then come back and wrap it up? Let's do it. All right, so uh, here we are. I think we're ready to wrap it up. Yes, wrap it up with raw, I believe. Wrap it up with raw. That's how we do it around here. That's how I always do it. If I have any choice, <laughs> I use raw papers. If I don't have a choice, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, phone Corn book. Corn cob, phone yeah, book. Paper bag. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm wrapping. You know, I'm wrapping it up. Uh, me and Nas, uh, Trick Trick, Demrick, we're just, you know, wrapping. Wrapping. You know, yep. hip hop, mm-hmm. don't stop. Well, they do that. You should stick to wrapping the <laughs> joints and let them do the other wrapping, yeah. I think. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of Nas, Demrick, and Trick Trick, they will be performing in Michigan at the Michigan Cannabis Cup coming up September 8th and 9th, I believe. Uh, information at CannabisCup.com. Also, uh, TV.HighTimes.com, HighTimesInvestor.com, and uh, check out the Boston Freedom Rally, September 14th, 15th, and 16th. Thank you to Jacques and Winstrong. Thank you to our, our illustrious guest, Jorge Cervantes. Thank you to my co-host, producer, the, the long-suffering, uh, ever-loving Mike G. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thank you to BC Northern Lights, as always, the grow boxes, the dryer, the uh, amazing urban cultivator. Um, thank you to them, bcnorthernlights.com. I say, uh, is that episode 101 i think it is all right let's put it in the books